Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer. So y'all can shoot if y'all please. I don't, I don't know. We're just out there playing. My helmet came down on me. Uh... <laughs> when guys come and sit on the couch, I go right after them. Don't you respect me for that? No, I don't. Your big dumb desk hiding behind your microphone. You are now listening to The Longer Yard of the Dip Podcast Network. Welcome to The Longer Yard Podcast. Like always, I'm Ethan. He's Sam. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Episode five it is draft week draft week, draft week. Oh. you know like that little, i wish i had that on cue right now that was that was actually a really good air horn not bad all right and, cool and honestly um it just gets me more hyped because this is this is christmas if you're not a super bowl champion like yeah. we are not this is christmas because you get to like have the full experience of welcoming in a new player to your franchise and there's nothing but excitement around it. Like sometimes during free agency, yeah, you sign a guy that's like for one year, $1 million or something like that. And you're kind of like, okay, big frickety whoop. Yeah. But, but you spend like a high draft pick on somebody and you are like, guys, he's the next Tom Brady or he's the it's next so true. Jerry Rice. Like it's whatever so it is. You're so stoked. You draft- you're like, hmm. Let's go. High draft picks are like almost like priceless in this world. You know, it's just like, oh yeah. So oh, yeah. people like, I bet if you presented, people would be like, like Patrick Mahomes or like the next first pick of the draft for the next like th- like two years, three years, and they'd be like, they would heavily... be very torn. They'd be very torn. Yeah, they you know what I mean. It wouldn't be an immediate answer of no. Well, I'll take Patrick Mahomes, and then cooler minds may prevail eventually, and they'll be like. Okay, so I could I could get the next Pat Mahomes with one of those picks, or I could just get Pat Mahomes and I know already know that he's good because those yeah. three picks could fail epically. It's 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 just the fun around the draft where you get to you get to every every time there's a draft pick, it's a win. Doesn't matter who it is, you're excited, you're like, we're good to go. Even if you reach a little bit, you can convince yourself, you're like, we're we're gonna be good. We're gonna be good. This is uh, awesome. Yeah, if it's like if it's one of those draft picks where like the team, like you got the fan base booing, like you're what you're hoping to save it and turn it around is for that player to just come up and be like, listen, I'm fully on board with this team. I like I couldn't be more excited. Like we're gonna really try and then they're just like it just like they're like, I love the guy, he's gonna be great. You know, like that's all I it's need is true. just a great speech. Yeah, it's kind of true. Like I think about all the like all the different highlight videos from past drafts like Cleveland Farrell to getting taken number four overall and you just see Raiders fans like what are we doing Freaking or, Jordan or Love Daniel getting Jones taken pick. last yeah. uh, two years ago the Daniel Jones pick where Giants fans were losing their mind but then like two weeks later they're like no actually I think we might have gotten it right I think we're good and now they're like yeah no which is dead yeah they may not think so anymore but 
that is what the draft is for. It allows you to replace those players because you're not going to hit on every single one. Yeah. Um, I have to say, this isn't anything official or anything, but it's not draft related. Um, but it did get me excited and I feel like it was a tease. I saw a tweet. It said multiple sources said that the Browns are looking to deal for Debo Samuel. No. Like That's my just, response. No. You don't think it's going to happen at all? Well, I, I don't want it to happen for one thing. Okay. Number one. Number two, I don't know where they're getting draft pick compensation that the yeah. 49ers are going to be asking for because, I mean, I don't know how you get out of that without trading a first-round pick, and the Browns don't have their first-round pick for the next three drafts. That's true. So why, why, and why would San Francisco at that point be like, yeah, we'll take your first round pick four years from now. No, I don't even know if you like, can trade that far up. Can you? That is, I, I don't know that either. Actually, that's a good. At point. least when um, I play Madden, I'm only allowed to trade like to 2024. Like three years is like you can't okay. go any farther than that. Interesting. Yeah, I'm just so basing that might, it off that Madden. The case. That well, that might be the case. That might be, a, but I don't know when that resets. It may be the start of the league year. Which has now happened, so they might be able to trade twenty twenty five. But like, yeah. again, you have no idea what your franchise is going to look like. I wonder this is the NBA, you know, where you're like, uh, well, we know we only have LeBron for two more years, so we definitely don't want to trade anything past the next couple of years. Yeah, this is the NFL where you you could have a really good team, and then your quarterback gets hurt, misses the entire season, and your team is god awful because of it. Like, it's just it's, it's so weird. true. Um, it's so weird like that. I think. Like if this is true and they're really like trying to get him, like obviously they're gonna have to give him that contract, which I know we have like some cap space, not not a lot, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know where you're getting it with Deshaun's. Uh, I mean, unless you're gonna front load a deal with Deshaun's low cap hit yeah. this season, and then Denzel's extension. You got Denzel's extension. You got Nick Amari Chubb, Cooper now Nick on there. Paid. Nick, Nick Chubb is going to get an extension if he hasn't already. Like, yeah, I don't know where this money's coming um, from. Kareem Hunt's going to pay too. Would be sick. Um, I mean, I think the Browns would be freaking good. Yeah, I know, dude. It'd be so like insane. Um, I think that obviously, like, they'd have to probably give give somebody up defensively. You know, like possibly. Yeah. Um, I honestly like I could see us trading. Um, what's our our rookie last year wide receiver? I think it's. Uh, Anthony Schwartz. Oh, Schwartz. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Schwartz. I can see. I don't him. know how much value he has. Though. He's That's a great return thing. man. Um, good special teams guy. Obviously, not as lot of value as like Debo, but I think I could see him being a part of the deal. Sure. Yeah, I think I, I, it's just a matter of like, what would he? What is he saving the Browns? Because he's not saving them like a first round pick. He's saving them probably like a fourth, like a third. Round pick. Yeah, third at most. Because that's what he's. That's saving true. Him, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, we'll see. Um, it, it got me a little excited, as always. You know, like it's just like, oh my god, like oh, how, yeah. how cool would that be? Oh, like, yeah. Debo Samuel, Amari Cooper, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Deshaun Watson, David and Joku, and our like stacked offensive line. As as a Bengals fan, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, I just had a, I just had to put that in before we got onto the draft because like. Obviously, when you see something like that for your team, like it excites you a little, you know. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like if, um, if, if for some reason the the Bengals were connected to Debo, I don't know if I would if it would make sense, but I would still be like, let's do it, man. I'm so, like, let, let's go. This sounds awesome. I have no idea how they would ever pay Debo with Jamar Chase and T Higgins. It would. I don't know if that's 
humanly possible, but I maybe would they would be stoked. Maybe they like, would look. So I get it. Yeah, maybe they would look, be like Debo. We're gonna sign you for like three years because after three years, then we're looking at Jamar's like fifth year option. We'll probably give yeah. him extension. You know, like to help just like secure that ring. You know, if that's if that's the plan, I would get it and I'd be behind it. It's not happening, but like yeah. I totally. Anytime that, that there's a, the top player on the market is connected to your team, you want them for your team. No you get so excited, and that's how we feel about the draft. That is what we, how we're feeling this week. And Ethan, I'm going to let you decide. We have two main topics that we want to hit on today. Yes. So I'm going to let you decide. Okay. Do you um, want to do a redraft? That's that. Those are the options, fans. That's what that's what we're doing. We're going to do either a redraft and. Ethan will be introducing what that redraft is, or we're going to do NFL draft props. What are you feeling? Um, I feel like let's do the redraft first. But before okay. that, I want to ask you, because the Bengals have the 31st pick. Yes. What do you think they're going to do with that pick? Do you think they'll trade? or do you, who do you, If they take somebody, who do you think they'll take? This is really challenging for me to answer because I you don't know what's going to what's going to happen. You don't know who else might trade up um, and, and do be a surprise pick or something like that. I think priorities in order for the Bengals are cornerback number one. I think that's their first priority. Yeah, I think the last offensive line spot and the last defensive line spot are kind of equal in the as like the second highest priority and then um, tight end probably third and then tight end is probably third but the problem is is that i don't see a tight end that's worth taking at 31 yeah, yeah i don't the Bengals might feel yeah. differently and that's the, that's a really challenging part trey mcbride is kind of the only name that's out there from colorado state that is being mentioned as a possibility in the first round and i'm just like man i i, I get that he's considered the number one tight end in this draft, but it's not like you're drafting Kyle Pitts or something like that. Yeah. You're drafting like you're drafting a guy that's probably closer to what CJ Uzama was last year for you. And as the fourth best option in your offense, maybe even fifth best option in your offense, when you start talking about Joe Mixon, how valuable is that at 31? So I think I, and I do think edge is still in play, but it has to be the right player. Like if George yeah. Karloftis is out of Purdue is on the board at 31, I do really think that he's in consideration. If it's anyone uh, other than him, no, I don't think they. How are think How are you guys with uh, like outside and inside linebackers? I think they're happy with what they got. I, I don't think happy. they have any stars necessarily. Logan Wilson is the closest thing to that echelon, but I don't. But I think he needs do to you, show it for another year. I think linebacker is absolutely out of play in the first round. Okay, I was gonna say I was like if because uh, like you tweeted, I think. Devin Lloyd uh, might go first round as well. Yeah. Um, if he was available, could you see them taking them? him? No. No. I, I really, really don't. Uh, I think if I had to kind of tear out what positions the Bengals are con- going to consider versus not consider, yeah. I think the bottom bucket is quarterback, running back, and, and linebacker. I t- no, receiver is actually a need for them because their fourth receiver really? is now... Mike Michael yeah. Thomas and he's bad. No offense to him, like he's just like he had five catches last year. He's not. He can't be your fourth receiver. If yeah, you I lose T Higgins for a game or two, uh, like you did last They're year. Really, yeah. You have to have someone else. So you know, you know, um, wide receiver is is 
higher on their list than you think. They're not okay. going to do it in the first round. I think, I think a late, like a third round or fourth round is probably where you would see a wide receiver come into play as an option, unless someone just like amazing falls kind of thing. Okay. I like, I like to take, um, ready to kick off this redraft. I am ready to kick off this redraft. Okay. What so year are we doing? We're doing, what was it? Last week we did 2015, right? That is correct. So, it right, was so a very and short, we did the top uh, version. We did the top 10. Yes. Um, so this week I was looking, uh, like to go over the 2017 draft class and it's pretty recent, but it's an, like it is stacked. There are some dudes. There are some dudes. Yeah. So just, just to cover uh, everyone, this is miles Garrett going number one overall. This is the draft that has Watson and Mahomes. Uh, also means Leonard Fournette, Jamal Adams, Mike Williams, McCaffrey. Oh, this is the Fournette and McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. dude. This draft oh, is stacked. Oh, yeah, oh buddy. God. The running back position in this draft alone is absurd. Dalvin Cook, George Kittle Dalvin, is in this. Uh, Joe Mixon was in this. Alvin yeah. Kamara was in this draft. Oh my! Like I, I'm, I'm definitely someone that's like, don't take running backs in the first round because you can find good players. And then you see later. these guys, but. In a redraft like this, put all the running backs in the first round. Holy yeah. shit. So, all right, let's, all right, let's, do you want to go through all 32 first picks or we want to do like, just like I would say the, the, the main guys that are stars in the NFL? Um, like I'll definitely go through the first 15 for sure, probably. Let's, let's do the first 15. And if we're feeling, feeling spicy after that, I would love to go through some more. Um, but I at least want to hit like basically the top half of the first round. Yeah. Because I'm, and then, and then it can even be a conversation after that of, well, who got left out? Like, that's what I'm going to throw into. I'm going to throw in the guys that were like third round, fourth round, fifth round and on, you know, like, well, even, even just in this redraft kind of thing, like, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll hit on that. If we, if we hit, if we hit top 15, it's like, man, look at, Joe Mixon, for example, like if he's not top 15, Joe Mixon was not top 15 this redraft. He's a really good running back, whatever the case may be. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and so the people that did this redraft was Pro Football Network. Okay. Um, they did this redraft. So, all right. So this is, these are the top 15 picks. And then I'll also include guys that like we know of um, and things like that. Uh, so obviously you got Cleveland taking Miles Garrett, number one. Chicago takes Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, San Francisco. What a takes, wasted pick. <laughs> San Francisco takes Solomon Thomas. Okay. Uh, Jacksonville takes Leonard Fournette. Yep. Tennessee, Corey Davis. Oh, Jets, oh, Jamal no. Adams. Chargers, Mike Williams. Carolina, Christian McCaffrey. Skip this Cincinnati. one. Skip this one. Skip this one. I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. John Ross. Oh. Kansas City. Pat Mahomes. New Orleans, Marshawn Lattimore. You got Houston with Deshaun Watson. Arizona with Hassan Reddick. Philadelphia with Derek Barnett. And then Indianapolis with Malik Hooker. And then... All um, right, that was top 15? Top 15. I want to just be clear about this right now. In the players that you named, I heard three or four max that weren't at least good players, if not really good players. And those those are Trubisky, Solomon Thomas, yeah. John Ross, and Malik Hooker, who has been good when he's healthy. He just hasn't been healthy. Like and that's been his biggest thing. Derek Barnett, maybe. 
Derek Barnett's solid. Like he's a, he's a good player. I don't think he's a stud. I guess I just like don't that. know him Barnett, that well. Well, I, if I remember correctly, Barnett was the um, the game ceiling strip sack on uh, oh, Brady okay. in the, for the Super Bowl. Um, I, I could be wrong on that, but that's what. The, or or he was who recovered it. He was involved in the play in some capacity. Okay. Um, I'm going to be honest. Solomon Thomas, never heard of the guy. Yeah, he was uh, out of Stanford, kind of a defensive end, defensive tackle tweener. Um, uh-huh. the, and he was going to, he would have gotten taken number two overall, but Chicago literally traded up one pick just to make sure that no one tried to jump them for Trubisky. Isn't that insane that like, he got to play defense sometimes, Mah- man. He went in front of Mahomes and Watson Trubisky. So here's, here's the thought process. I'm not saying it was correct, but here was the thought process. Yes. Yeah. Um, Pat Mahomes, the, the, Anti Pat Mahomes chatter was because he plays. He played in an air raid offense, Texas Tech. It's not a translatable offense to the NFL. You're not going to see any teams really run that that kind of stuff. Now everyone recognized the arm talent, but they were like, "Can he actually do the things that quarterbacks have to do besides just throw the ball? Can he read a defense? Can which you really uh, couldn't because he's just said a couple years ago he was like, I think I'm just now like understanding coverages, and we were like, what? Yeah, I mean, it like, just wasn't asked of after uh, his of like MVP pack. season. Like, he's you a know? smart guy. He's a smart guy. Like he was going to figure it out. And then the thing with Watson is obviously a good athlete, but people questioned his like arm abil- arm talent. Like, yeah. does he have the the hose that you would want to do take at the top of the draft? If it were me at the time, I, I remember saying this: Watson would have been my QB one. Obviously, I'm not saying Deshaun Watson is the best of the three quarterbacks. I think Pat Mahomes is. Um, but at the time I would have taken Deshaun Watson playing at Clemson, um, in, in, a, in the ACC where you are playing top tier defenses yeah. and obviously had the national championship experience, uh, I believe two years in a row. He won once and I think he lost another. I could be wrong on that, but, um, just played in big games and he was successful in those games. So to me, Deshaun Watson was the easy cleared QB one that year. Uh, based on college uh, performance. Yeah. But Trubisky's like, I mean, frankly, he, he, he is a lot like the Daniel Jones, the, the Zach Wilson, where it's just someone who kind of comes up sort of out of nowhere. And it's like, wow, look at, look, look at their arm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they just interview so well. They're such a great leader. And it's like, yeah, but I thought good. about Zach Wilson last year. Yeah. Like seeing it's, his, it's like, I had sorry, never heard they, of him. I don't know. Like, I, I don't see it. Yeah. Um, okay. So, well, I'm going to go over some of the guys that were left out of the first, like they're in the first round, but um, they just name off some of the other big names. Um, cool. So you got at 16, Baltimore takes Marlon Humphreys. So um, Denver takes Garrett Bowles tackle. Solid. Solid you got guy. Giants taking Evan, Evan Ingram. Yeah. Cleveland been, takes Jabril Preppers. Man, Cleveland had three picks this fucking year in the first round. Um, I mean, so, and you you wasted one of them right there. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of hopes for Jabril Peppers. I'm not going to lie. Um, Michigan but, DB, I'm out. Uh, we've talked about this <laughs> Michigan DB, I'm out. So they took Jabril at 25. Buffalo took Tredavious White at 27. Dude, Trey White is so good. Yeah. Oh, what a Cleveland took David Njoku, 29. He's solid. He, so here's the thing with tight ends. They take a while to, to come into their own and, uh, and be pro contributors. He's a beast, dude. He's get, he's figuring it out. And he right is, now. he's like, a, he, he ended a, the year a looking threat. really strong. 
with his legs. Like he is a He's big man fast. who can run. Yes. Um, I, then, I, I watch out for Njoku next year. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's going to have a good year. And Hooper's out. So he's obviously tight in yes. one, you know? Yes. And yeah. I'm, um, not, I'm not worried about uh, Harrison Bryant. Good player, but like I'm not worried about Yeah. He, he's going to take some time. Um, and then you got number 30, Pittsburgh taking TJ Watt. That's a pick. He's been phenomenal. Oh my God. Okay. Now, are you ready for some guys that were in the second round and pass? You know, yeah, hit me. Arizona takes Buda Baker at 36. Ooh, yes. Ooh, um, yes. Carolina takes Curtis Samuel at 40. You okay. got Minnesota taking Dalvin Cook at 41. I, if I remember correctly, I'll, I just have to say this. This was a trade-up with the Bengals. So, oh. the, uh, so they traded up to get Dalvin Cook. And they dropped down and to 48. And the Bengals dropped down to 48 to take Joe Mixon. And they took so Joe Mixon end, at 48. Which... I believe the Bengals would have taken Joe Mixon at 41. So in their minds, they were like, we, we can won, drop yeah. seven spots, get the guy that we're going to take anyway, and, and get an, an extra, extra pick. Yeah. And then you got Cleveland taking Deshaun Kaiser at 52. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, that's, and then Pittsburgh took at 62 Juju. Okay. I mean, and then on to the I, third I do know round, my thoughts on Juju. Yeah. Onto the third round at 67, New Orleans takes Alvin Kamara. I'm going to refrain on any comments on Alvin Kamara given his status, um, legal status, but obviously uh, in, when he's on the field, a baller. That is, he is worth far more than the pick that he was taken at. And then you got 69, the Rams take the off, last year's offensive player of the year, Cooper Cup. That was this draft. Oh my god, dude! It gets better, bro. It gets so much better. Okay, what the hell? Let's keep going through round three. You got at eighty four, Tampa Bay selects Chris Godwin. Oh my! You got at eighty six, Kansas City selects Kareem Hunt. Oh yeah, that was a that was fantasy football championship pick, Kareem Hunt for me. You got you got ninety six, Detroit taking Kenny Galladay. Who has kind of fell off, but he was a solid Injuries. receiver. Yeah. Injuries played a big role in that. Let's see. We're moving on to round four. We got where is he? Where'd he go? This draft class, dude. Oh my God. I know he was taken in round four, I thought. I'm pulling it up as well, just to uh because I'm I, I basically have like Oh no, that was right. I was thinking down cook. Hair. I'm sorry. Which my hands are taken. like in my hair because I am just stunned by how loaded this class is. Yeah, it's and then and then you got let's see here. Pittsburgh Carl took Washington. Joshua Dobbs at one thirty five. Okay, solid bag. Giants took Wayne Galman at one forty. Yep, yep. The Colts took Marlon Mack at one forty three, fourth round. Oh, here he is. And then, here he is. 146, baby. 146. 146. San Francisco takes WWE legend George oh, Kittle. Oh, yes. Let's go. And then George Kittle's insane, man. He's so good. He I can't believe uh, he went in the fifth round. Dude, that's the thing. That's the crazy thing about, about tight ends. You the best ones you can take are oftentimes the ones that test super athletically that aren't considered high-end picks. Yeah. And then it's, it happens all 
the time. I think that's the one thing that they just like, because I think great tight ends, they just, they're a dime a dozen, you know, they, they're not as rare. They're not as common as t- quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, you nope. know, like it's a rare breed. Totally agree. Yeah. I mean, like think about, we talked about that. There's not 32 caliber NFL starting quarterbacks. I don't even know if there's like 16 cal- like starting caliber NFL tight ends. I would honestly like, I, I, I would agree with that. You know, it's crazy. And then moving on to round six at 191, Dallas takes Xavier Woods. You actually you passed Aaron Jones at 182, too. Oh, yes, I did. I forgot about that. I for Aaron Jones. This was the it's running back class, man. man. That's what I'm saying. This running back class is stupid. And it's then bananas. Yeah, it's insane. And then let's see. Uh, I want to say that's kind Harrison of it. Butker. That's where you Harrison, want to go next. Yeah. 233, baby. <laughs> Harrison Butker. Let's see. And then you got Chris Carson, 249. There's another running back. <laughs> yeah. And then last pick of the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, Chad Kelly, quarterback, Denver. All right. Conspiracy theory question. Did Chad Kelly get drafted because his uncle is an NFL legend? That's ooh. Would he have gotten I, I drafted just, if he didn't have the family relation? That's a good question. Is he even acting? My answer is yes, anymore? by the way. No. I'm he, I'm 99% sure that he is not. He's just a free agent just waiting to get signed. I mean, I think he's bounced around in like some practice squads, but big frickety whoop, right? Yeah. Um, He hasn't taken an NFL snap since 2018. Yeah. So that was uh, the entire 2017, like original draft picks. Yes. Give me, I mean, let's just do top 15, top 15 for the redraft. And then we'll go over the guys that were left out. Yeah, can we start at 15 though? Like we did. We can start at 15. I like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I want because I want to get to number one. Cause I because there are legitimately two or three guys that could be the number one overall pick that I would totally buy into. Like I think you could do either uh Garrett. You could do Garrett again, you could do Mahomes. I wouldn't be like way off. I don't feel like it's way out of bounds to say that it could be Deshaun Watson, could be TJ Watt. Yeah. Like, oh dude, this I oh, I can't wait to tell you where Trubisky lands. Stop it. If he's a first round <laughs> pick, I'm going to lose my mind. All right, dude, you know what? Just, just, you have to tell me now. You have to tell me now. No, 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 no. I'm not going to tell you now. I'm going to wait. You're going to wait. It's right, gonna, I'm just going to let it, let it sit. All right. So, oh my God. Bro. Is, it, is, is he in the top 15? I'm going to cry. Oh so, Pro Football Network does the redraft. Yeah. At number 15, the Colts take Adoree Jackson, Southern California. Okay. Solid DB. At, I, I think he he was on Tennessee. I don't remember where he is right now. Um, but solid player, not bad. Number fourteen, Eagles take Derek Barnett. So the same pick. Yeah. How exciting! <laughs> Arizona player, at thir- but okay. Yeah, <laughs> real exciting pro football network. Thank you. Um, at thirteen, the Cardinals take Buda Baker. Okay, so they just took him around earlier. Yeah. Again, not a uh, I'm going to guess that PFN is actually thinking about how their roster makeup looks like. Like the, te- the team needs and stuff. Yeah. I yeah. Because so I don't think Derek Barnett was the 14th best player in this draft. I think they're just doing it like, well, they still needed a defensive end, and this is the best one here. I kind of right. I kind of like that. But it's also like, you know, if you're like doing a redraft, like, dude, just pick the guys that are clearly like the better guys, you know? And we're not going to, then you're getting into the argument of like, yeah, well, is Derek Barnett really a better player than? 
whatever running back is not making this list? That's true. Probably not. Because that because we named like 10 running backs and they're all not making this list. So this is this is the redraft the Browns fans would like love right now. Okay. Um, okay. So we got at we'll, Cleveland. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that after because you because you guys have so many picks. Yeah. Cleveland at number 12 takes George Kittle. Oh my God. Dude, yeah. Number this. 11, the Saints select Marshawn Lattimore. Okay. Buffalo takes Marlon Humphrey at number 10. Yeah. Number nine, the Bengals, Ryan Ramzik, tackle. Ryan Ramchick, oh my God, please. I, this is the offensive tackle that we've been wanting. That's the guy you needed. we got Lael Collins. Oh. The Panthers yes. at number eight select Alvin Kamara. Oh my God, Christian. Number seven, the Chargers select Miles Garrett. No! Yeah, bro. What? He falls to seven. Get wrecked. This draft sucks. <laughs> He's this, one of the best three defensive this, players in the NFL, and you this, have him at seven yeah. in this draft? This, no. This next He's pick, ahead of TJ Watt. I won't listen to this. He's a better this, player than TJ Watt. This next pick annoys me because, like, Miles Garrett is, like, like you, the Jets struggle everywhere defensively. I'm sorry. They do. Yes. The Jets, they have them taking Jamal Adams again. Like... Why? I mean, I guess the only good thing about that is Jamal Adams netted them two first round picks. Yeah. But he's not that good. Uh, and then you got the Titans taking thing. Tredavious White. Solid Great pick. pick. Jaguars. Not a, better, not a better defensive player than Miles Garrett. No, no. They would they would have imagined the Titans with Miles Garrett. Jesus. Oh my God. Him and Simmons. Oh my God. Yeah, I need that. I kind of need Jaguars that. take Christian McCaffrey. At number four. Yeah, they were definitely taking things into account. They took running backs. They're just like, okay, give them a better running back. All right. The Chicago well, Bears fine. at number three select TJ Watt. I already said that Miles Garrett's a better player than TJ Watt. That's my opinion. At number two, the 49ers select Deshaun Watson. Okay. And at number one, the Browns take Patrick Mahomes. You know what? If I'm a Browns fan and we redraft this... I love Miles Garrett to death. He's a freaking Browns legend. But like, if we're walking out of here with Mahomes, Mahomes and, Kittle, and Kittle, I'm oh fine. I'm fine with that. Oh. Yeah. Now, I, I will say, um, Hugh Jackson would have ruined Pat Mahomes. Uh, no, you're a hundred percent right. Like, they would have been like, "Yep, yeah, we knew he was a bust all along." Some crap like that, you know. So the guys that were left out in the top fifteen, and there are a ton of them. So many. Mentioned. You Especially, got Chris, again the running back position. Yeah. Chris Godwin goes 16th to the Ravens. Thank God that didn't happen. Oh, I would have hated that. And then let's load this here. You got Give me Mitch Troub. Where is he? Where is that punk? Garrett Bowles stays with Denver at 20. Uh, okay. You got Hassan Reddick at 21. Okay. Surprisingly, Evan Ingram stays with the Giants at 23. Why? <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't, wouldn't have taken like David Njoku instead, you know? I don't, Evan Ingram um, has not been good the last couple of years. I mean, he had a really good rookie year, but uh, okay. At 25, the Houston Texans take Mitchell Trubisky. Why? <laughs> yeah, I love this comment. Ready? It says, unfairly or not, the Houston Texans are the big losers in the 2017 NFL draft redraft. And I'm like, okay, yeah. if you're calling them losers, like obviously you don't pick Mitchell Trubisky, like just pick 
the best player available and you just draft a quarterback the next year or you, you know what I mean? Like what you don't as have to two, pick Mitchell Drabisky. Yes. As, as, as a couple of guys who uh, I followed closely um, from the draft network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, their running slogan is draft good players, draft good players. Mitchell Trubisky is not a good player. Don't draft him. It's no. dumb. I don't like, I don't see why he is in this, like, because there were no other good quarterbacks. There were two amazing quarterbacks and then the rest were just. Eh. Meh. Yeah. And then you got, yeah. Dallas taking Malik Hooker at 28. The Packers oh, there take. Now. They, they just, they just saved him the trip from Indianapolis. Yeah. The Packers take Dalvin Cook at 29. Vikings fans would be livid. The Steelers at 30 take Cooper Cup. No, I hate this. I hate this. I hate and it at, here. And at 32, the Saints take Kenny Galladay. Okay. So these are the guys that were left out, right? You got no Aaron Jones, no Chris Carson, no Joe Mixon. You got Leonard Fournette left out. Corey Davis, Mike Williams, John Ross. Understandably, <laughs> um, let's see here. Who Jabril Peppers, True Davies was in there. David yeah. Njoku wasn't taken, but Evan Ingram was <laughs> okay. Curtis Samuel wasn't taken. Dalvin Cook was. Gerald Everett wasn't. Joe Mixon wasn't taken. Nope. We didn't, and we didn't again. We didn't say Aaron Jones. We didn't say Chris Carson, who are very solid running backs. I would argue, yeah, Aaron Jones is better than solid. And we got Chris, uh, Chris Cobbins said Kareem Hunt wasn't taken in the first round. That probably has more to do with off the field stuff than anything. Yeah. But, but I, but I get it. That's the thing I get. And then let's see who else were we missing. Um, I want to say that was in the Chris Carson wasn't taken, which I, I could see that, yeah. but yeah, I mean, sure he's that. good. I, I, I don't know. Matt Milano. I don't think was mentioned. Um, he's a really solid linebacker for Buffalo. Um, yeah. Good player. Like in the end, I, pro- I think he's probably worth a first rounder in this draft, but I mean, nothing to, but I'm, really I, I, I won't lie. I'm a little shocked at like the redraft, like some of the, what picks, about Carl you know? La- did Carl Lawson make it? Carl Lawson. Let me see here. You pro- I'm sure he would have been the end, but he, cause he's a good player, man. He's just, He's had some injury stuff, but like when he's a, he's been a good player. I, that would surprise me if he's not on the list. Um, not seeing him so far. All right, and I'm at twenty. Then probably not. Then probably not. Juju went at eighteen instead. Oh, get out of here! Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. oh Taylor Moton, that's another good player. He was taken at originally at sixty four. Yeah, um, is at sixty three. Yeah, this, this man. Ch- Cheeto Awuzie at 60. Yeah, this dude is tracks. I mean, I question, I'm questioning this redraft, how, how legit it is. But I mean, at the same time, this draft is so deep. I understand that at some point, when you finish the first round, good players are still there. That's just how it works. It's it's an insane like draft class, like insane. But the thing that just really shocked me was Miles Garrett falling to seven. That is awful. Like again, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, and Aaron Donald, not in that order, are the three best defensive players in the NFL, in my opinion. Yeah. 
how do you have how, how do you how do you put Miles Garrett as not even a top three player in this draft class? Well, my thing now, is right again like, top four. If you at least make make him top four, and then you have the two quarterbacks and the two pass rushers in some order, I'll live with that. Yeah, we're arguing semantics. Seven, seven. Yeah, the thing that kills me is like. Yes, TJ Watt was defensive player of the year last year, and he was like uh, in the front running uh, two years ago. But like yeah. Miles Garrett, since he's been in the league, has just he's almost a front runner. You know, every year he's competing for that. He's in the race. You know what I mean? And TJ, oh I just looked. I just looked this up. Sorry, I, I just noticed this. So Miles Garrett has a career total of fifty-eight and a half sacks. Okay. He's like so. Like I think he's like under ten away from being Cleveland's franchise leader in sacks. Yeah, it's not a surprise. But, oh <laughs> Do you want to know a, that what will blow you away, though? 58 and a half again is Miles Garrett. Yes. TJ Watt, 72. Really? 72 career he, sacks. He really has racked up sacks last three years. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hang on. Let me, let me look this up. I mean, last, last year three, he had 22, last, right? 22 and a half last year, 15 the year before, 14 and a half the year before that. 13 in his sophomore season, and then seven as a rookie. What about Miles? I know Miles had like, I think, 18 last year. Miles Garrett had, let's see, uh, 16 last year, 12 the year before, 10 the year before that, 13 and a half in his sophomore year, and then seven as a rookie. Okay. Granted, uh, I I do want to point out, I didn't look this up for TJ Watt, so that is... I, I'm I'm doing him dirty in this from this capacity, but I will say with Miles Garrett, he only played 10 games in 2019, and he only played 11 games in 2017, and even in 2020, he played 14 games, so he still missed two games. So that 12 easily could have been like maybe a 15, depending. Yeah, on and also there. like I mean, the man is double teamed always. Like yes, because TJ gets to come from the outside, good. so he's got you know he's got that angle and the speed on him, but Miles is getting double teamed. All the time, and you know, I mean, TJ is going to get double team more yeah. than you think. But I will say, um, I think a lot because he lines up so wide, you can't necessarily double team him with both the guard and the tackle. A lot exactly, of times, yeah. double teams are like a tight end and a tackle. And what's a tight end really going to do against TJ Watt? It, exactly, yeah, it's not much. It's insane, but <laughs> okay, that was. But Jamal both, Adams. Uh, in front of, I, I, I can't. I, I, I will be here all day if I go off on Jamal Adams because that dude is so trash. He's a linebacker. Stop. He is a linebacker. Like, what, what are we doing? What are we he's doing? Got, he's got like terrible coverage skills. I can't believe that they kept him there. I know it's insane. Oh my goodness. There, there, there are some really, really good things that I felt like were happening in that redraft that I was like, yes, I'm behind this. I like it. And then you go and do the Miles Garrett, Jamal Adams thing. No, <sighs> hurts me. Sorry. Sorry hurts for me. the, the crap news, my friend. I mean, listen, listen, it, it's, it's up there with fan duels. <laughs> Jameis Winston still Dude. number one. <laughs> I can't, man. Oh, I like. Was, oh, that was beautiful. It's the so ridiculous. So beautiful. Oh, uh, it is. But that's all right. That's hey, man. 
that's the fun of redrafts. People can have differing opinions, I guess. But let's go ahead and jump over to some draft props. Let's we do won't it. do all of them, obviously. Um, I'm using betonline.ag. Again, not sponsored, but uh, we will happily take it if, uh, if, anyone, yep. yeah, if anyone wants to dig it on that. So um, the starting point that I'm going to do is literally just based on like positions, like over-unders on positions. Yeah. We'll get into some specific player ones as well that I definitely am interested in. Like, I'm not going to do Aiden Hutchinson. Like, his over-under is probably like two and a half or something. It's like, okay, that's boring. But like, I want to get into maybe more like a Malik Willis because his over-under is really, uh, because of his range being so large, it becomes a more interesting conversation. So, uh, but let's, uh, let's start here. Let's do over under three and a half QBs taken in the first round. So let's see. You got Kenny Pickett, Malik Hooker, um, Sam Howe, right? Yeah, Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter, um, maybe a Carson Strong. I'm, those are those are kind of your names. Three and a half. I'm going under. I am also going under. I think it's two. I think maybe Kenny three. and Malik are first rounders Solid. and i think yeah maybe another Someone one will slip in maybe yep. slip in I, exactly what i'm thinking and, and the slip in is going to be probably right at 31 32 like if someone trades up with the Bengals, yeah or, or like tampa bay if, or if detroit or if detroit's just like hey we're going to use our last pick and grab ourselves the qb a la uh like a lamar jackson uh, yeah like uh ravenson so i i would tend to agree with that um Next one you're looking at over or under one and a half safeties. So this is a group that is including um, Lewis Seen, Kyle Hamilton, Jaquan Brisker. Those are probably your top three names. Over one and a half? Over one and a half. If you get two, you're taking the over. I'm taking. I'll I'll take the over on that one. I'm taking the under. Ooh, I, I like think it. Kyle Hamilton is the only one that you will see, and I think he's going to fall far enough that, that it'll like all really the push the other ones back. Yeah, I think he's fallen to close to fifteen. That's my guess. Okay, I could. Yeah. Okay. I think here's it would. I think I remember. I think I did a mock draft, and I feel like I had him in like. Like four or eight or something. Yeah, because he's freaking good, but he's a safety, and so people are going to devalue him just based on that positional value. It's, yeah, it's not right, but and people, and then they're going to have the questions about his athleticism, which are stupid. But here we are. That's just how that's how the draft goes. Um, okay, here here's another over under six and a half wide receivers. All right, let's name off. So you got Olav Wilson, Olave Wilson. Jameson Williams, yep. um, London uh, yeah, from USC, USC. Uh, Traylon Burks, um, Jahan Dotson. Why am I drawing a blank? Oh my God, this is terrible. I, I'm taking the under as well. I'm we're, taking the under as well. I think I just, maybe I think five, five will go first I round. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think, dude, I think you're going to get five. Sync. We're, we're locked in, man. Uh, over, under. I guess you could take a push here. Over under seven offensive linemen. I'm going under already. I'm taking the over. Taking the over? Over seven are, offensive linemen? 
it's 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 not specific to position. It's offensive linemen in general. And That's I've got true. three tackles going in the top ten. That, I've yeah, got um, Trevor Penning. I've got uh, Tyler Linderbaum, Zion Johnson, Tyler Smith. Um, Let's take note uh, of Kenyon this. Green. I think you're going to get over. I think you're going to get eight or nine. All right, and you're gonna have one. We're gonna have one screwball in there. Just I like seeing like the I like seeing the, the the big boys get drafted I, real high. Yeah. It's so much I'm fun. The same way. I'm the same way. Okay, and I feel like so, all fans, like fan bases, they're just like, yeah, man, you can never go wrong with a big boy in the first round. It's funny though because at the same time, I think a lot of fans get so unexcited by uh, an offensive moment because they're like, I want the pizzazz, I want the flash. Give me a quarterback. Give me a wide receiver. Give me a corner. That's like, true. They want. They they love that, but if you if you want to have a solid foundation for your team that's in the trenches, I'm just saying. I love the big boys. I love the big boys. Here too. for the thick boys, man. <laughs> Damn boy, thick. <laughs> All right, over under four and a half corners taken. So you got you got Sauce, Devin Stingley. Um, you've got let's see, yeah, Sauce Stingley, McDuffie, Kyrie Elam. Uh, you could get Kyler Gordon in there, um, Roger McCreary. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the under on it. I see maybe three going. I think it's four or five. No, I'm sorry. I think it's five. I think it's. I think I'm gonna take the over. I think it's gonna be five. Three are guaranteed. I I, I would say three are like for sure going. And then I do. I'm I'm leaning toward a Kyler Elam as a kind of a guarantee. So that mm-hmm. gets me to four. And then I won't be surprised if like if a McCreary or a Gordon sneaks in there. So you, I'm uh, taking the over, but I am not super confident. There. Who do you think's going first? Think Sauce is first DB off the board? I depends on the team. That's true. I think it's Stingley. I think people are just going to get too excited about um, about SEC corners. Yeah, I think that's really what it's going to come down to. Fair or unfair. That's just kind of the way it is. But that actually leads us to uh, first CB taken. Sauce is the favorite at minus 200. Uh, Stingley at plus 125. Trent McDuffie is at plus 2200. You imagine throwing like 10 bucks on that? I mean, you make some decent money if you're yeah. right. I don't think it's going to happen. I yeah. think that one's a little bit more locked in. Um, but that's where it gets really interesting. I think I think it's Stingley. I'm not sold on it. Okay. Um, what's next? The uh, the other first, big boys? Well, how about first offensive lineman taken? Do you think it's Ike McQuanu, Evan Neal, or Charles Cross? I'm going Ike McQuanu is the betting favorite. I'm going Evan Neal. I like Evan Neal a lot. I think Evan Neal is going to, going to be considered fair or unfair the safe pick. And I don't think it's going to be him. I think I like people that. are going to go for some athletic upside with Ike McQuanu. Not that Evan Neal is not athletic, but I just, I do think, I don't think there's value necessarily in taking that, but I do think, a betting value, I should say, but I do think that Ike McQuanu will get taken first. Do you remember, um, what was it? I think it was either 2018 or 2019. Um, three tackles in the top 10. You had uh, Andrew Thomas, Mekai Becton, yes. and Dredrick yes. Wills. Yes, um, and um, do you and think Tristan Wirfs was like thirteen? Yeah. Do you think? Um, I think we'll see something pretty similar here. You think the Giants taking Thomas at four, the f- like the first one, the first tackle was the right decision because he was he no. was Alabama, no. right? I think. 
No, Thomas was uh, Georgia. Jedrick no, Wills Jedrick was Wills was Alabama. That's right. Yeah, I would have taken uh, personally. I was I was in on Wills being OT one that year. Yeah, uh, and I'm not a scout, so I, I want to preface that. But that was the guy that I I really liked. Um, I was big on Thomas. Brown's probably would have been third for me. Uh, no, Thomas probably would have been second. I think I would have done Wills. Um, Wills Thomas worse Becton. Becton's just a massive human being, so. I like. I, I, no, I would never blame anyone for taking him. But yeah, you know, I was I big on the Browns taking him at ten. I, I thought that was going to be our guy, and then he got he swept got up by player, the Jets, and they took Jedrick Wills. And Jedrick Wills is my next guy. I was like, dope. And then I think I had, I think it was Becton, Wills, and then uh, Worfs and Thomas last. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Worfs tested like a. An absolute freak. I think that's what made it. There was some conversation about him moving inside, playing guard, and that kind of. And he's he's been a little iffy. He's been the best best like best guard tackle of the draft. All he was an all pro tackle as a rookie. And I would say Wills has probably been second best. Yes, I would. I would agree. He's he's got it done because he was right tackle and moved to left, right? Yes, Jedrick Wills played right tackle at Alabama. Um. Yeah. Right. It's not an easy transition. It's it is an underrated difficulty. People think that it's really easy. It is not. Ask real offensive linemen, real offensive line coaches. They will tell you it's not easy. Willie Anderson, who's a Bengals legend, has been all over this. Where he's like, you can't just flip sides and think it's like, oh, I'll just you know move my other leg first. And it's like, no, no, you've got to literally reset all of your muscle memory. It is. A, it is a real challenge. Yeah, you got to have all that, all you know, majority of your weight on your left foot now, not your right foot. You know, yep. you got to have a lot, a lot more strength on your left hand instead of your right hand. You know, yes, like it's it's yeah. a full one eighty. You know, it's it is it is a real challenge that I, and it's it's why Penny Sewell this past year struggled at the beginning of the year because they they moved, had him at right tackle. Taylor Decker gets hurt, they move him to left tackle, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, actually Penny Sewell is pretty good. Like. He's 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 doing just fine. And it's like, yeah, because you played him at the position he should be playing at. Yeah. Just yeah, it's one of those things. Um, okay, first overall pick. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying that what the experts have been saying is that first overall pick is going to come down to one of two players. And neither of them is Aiden Hutchinson. Is it uh Trayvon Walker and uh Thibodex? It is Trayvon Walker and Ikem Kwanu. And the reason for that, according to these experts, is the GM wants to take Trayvon Walker. The head coach wants to take Ikem Kwanu. Wow. It's gonna, going to come down to who wins that fight. I could, you know, now I think about it, because the Lions got the number one pick. They, got a, they see a lot of potential in DeAndre Swift. You know, This is the Jaguars. Oh, shit, the Jaguars. Who are the Lions? They're number two? Two. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is this is Doug Peterson's the new head coach, and I don't remember who they have as their GM. But Doug Peterson was the 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 Eagles head coach, right? Correct. Correct. He's a yeah. he's a big guy in lineman. He he. I mean, he wants his bookend tackles because he's got he's got Cam Robinson, and maybe he doesn't love Cam Robinson. Yeah, he's got he he's wants, got James, he wants, James Robinson and Travis. Uh, Eddie N in the backfield. Yeah. yeah. Two, 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 like very well. Cam Robinson's his left tackle right now out of Alabama. And oh, he, shit, uh, 
you know, you're good. Uh, and he's uh, he's on a franchise tag at the moment. So mm. uh, I think they're, I think the goal for Peterson is to have Trevor uh, Lawrence's back side covered. Yeah. I, I can see that. Like, I honestly, that, that makes a lot more sense now, you know? Currently, according to Bet Online, Trayvon Walker is the favorite at minus 300. Aiden Hutchinson is the second highest at 275. Ike McQuano at 600. And then you've got Thibodeau at 2,500, Evan Neal at 2,500. And for some reason, they're including this on here, Malik Willis at 6,600. Why they would go back-to-back quarterbacks number one overall, I have no idea. But that is an option that you could bet if you're feeling super Like the Jaguars taking Malik? Yeah, that, it's that dumb. No. I mean, I guess if you're, if, if something, I guess if someone were to trade up, that would be the only possibility that yeah. Malik Willis comes into play. But based on what we know, which is that the uh, the Jaguars are going to sit tight and take that pick, or and actually use that pick. They're they're not going to go quarterback, obviously. Yeah, um, I remember when we did our mock draft. I had Aiden Hutchinson going number one. Um, I, that was seemed like a lock, man. That's the thing; it seemed like a lock. It is, but there's there's some sort of shift going on where people really, really want Trayvon Walker, and I. Fair or unfair, I think this is a make-or-break decision for a GM because you've got a consensus number one guy that you're just going to leave on the board for somebody else. Yep. Do, I, um, you do you, man. You know, I'm ch- I'm changing. I think Detroit is going to take Aiden Hutchinson. I would, yeah. If he's on the board, I do think Detroit goes Aiden Hutchinson. I think I, I don't think saw, they should. I still, I'm still on Kayvon Thibodeau being a better player, but Michigan kid, yeah, like born and raised in the state of Michigan, went to the University of Michigan. He just, they just had him at Detroit. It's, it's, it's the, it's the Joe Burrow story almost. You know, they just had him at a, a Tigers game. He threw first pitch, was wearing a jersey and everything. Yes. And the crowd was going crazy, yep. and I'm like, dude, Detroit wants him, and he yep. wants to stay. Like. Yep. That's that's what like that's all you can ask for for like a like a team and a player is like they both want each other because then it's just nothing but like a, like a bright future ahead you know yeah I I I guarantee you if Aiden Hutchinson is on the board at two Tigers are Tigers sorry Lions are running that pick uh, that card up and and taking that pick so in terms of in terms of the betting uh, options here Trayvon Walker at negative three hundred holds zero value. So I wouldn't bet it. If you're going to put money on anybody, put it on Ike Maquano. I still think Trayvon Walker will be the pick. That's my that's my my particular where my head is at. I'm gonna uh, go with uh Aquano. I think he'll go number one. Okay. The, the new coach winning out is not unheard of, trust me. Like yeah. we, we saw it with uh we saw it with uh Kingsbury not wanting Josh Rosen, understandably. Uh and taking Kyler Murray number one. So wasn't, wasn't Josh Rosen the one who was like, I'm gonna make a lot of teams regret this. Yes, because he was yeah. taking number 10. <laughs> so um yeah absolutely that was that was that was the same guy. Um it happens. Uh next let's do first quarterback selected. I think there's only really two names that we need to be discussing here Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett. Malik Willis is the betting favorite. However, you can get odds on Desmond Ritter, Matt Corral and Sam Howell. Um, but Malik Willis is at minus 200. Kenny Pickett at plus 185. Who do you got going first? Malik. I think it's Malik. You think he's, I think, I think he's going to Carolina. I could see it. 
I think they should go quarterback. I just don't think they will. Yeah. That's, Where do you think how like how early, how far do you think he'll go? I have no idea. We let, how about this? Let's save that because we're gonna get to his over under, like okay? Draft position over under. I, I like that's it. one I want to talk about. Uh, first running back selected. Uh, two names really, and I don't think either one will have their name called on Thursday. I think this is gonna be a Friday pick. Uh, Brees Hall is the betting favorite at negative uh, two fifty. Uh, Kenneth Walker is the second highest at plus one seventy. Were were any of these guys like Heisman finalists or anything? No, right? No, Kenneth Walker finished fifth or sixth, if I remember correctly. So I think when you got running backs in the draft and they are not like front runners for a Heisman, I they I just don't see them going first round for the most part. They are, yeah, I don't think they're going first round. This is this is not a this is not a pick based off of or you're betting based off of being a first round pick. It's just over the course of the draft, which running back is the first running back call. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm, just going, I'm biased. I'm going Kenneth Walker. I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going Hall. Okay. I, I, I think both have their warts. So yeah. it's, it's not really a, a difficult uh, conversation to say that Brees Hall would not be in play here. Um, but I will okay, say, I, I feel that way about like every draft, like, not just this draft. Like, yeah, I think 100%. if if they're not front runners for Heisman, I don't see them going first round. I just you just it's running backs aren't that much of a desire to me as like quarterbacks and wide receivers and edges are. You know, there are definitely exceptions, but I think that it's is true. Probably that's probably a really safe rule of thumb that you're going to be right more often than not. Yeah. Um, first wide receiver taken. You got Garrett Wilson as the betting favorite. Drake London is the next uh, highest. Then you've got Jamison Williams, and then a pretty sizable drop-off to Chris Olave and Traylon Burks. So you said uh, uh, Wilson was number one? Wilson is the betting favorite. I, Drake London has really climbed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, there's some like value. Really climbed. If you're going to, to bet money here, Drake London and Jamison Williams are definitely the value picks. I actually don't think it's going to be Garrett Wilson as the top wide receiver selected. I do think it's going to... I think it's going to be Jamison because I think he's shown a lot in like social media videos about his healing process. Yeah. I think someone's going to bet on that speed. I'm going to go maybe a little, I guess he's not really like with your odds. It's not like would not be absurd, but since he's just like, I, I, I like the, the, the change, you know, cause like USC is not, not a like not a huge school, you know. Like they are a huge school. They haven't been for a while. Yeah, they're they're not you know top. They're not in the top ten, top five. You know, like they're not they're not competing for the playoffs. You know, um, I think I think Drake London will be the first wide receiver off the board. Though I love that. I love it. I, it's, I like it's I like seeing. Different. Yeah, I like seeing like teams like that. You know, guys where they're not like Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia. You know, like right. guys like that go before other guys. You know. Here's here's a goofy prop for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. What is going to be the color of the tie worn by the number one overall pick? Okay. You have yellow and green as both as tied for the the highest odds. Uh, then you have black, then red, and then blue. <sighs> this is kind of like a total shot in the dark sort of thing. 
unless you think someone's going to be wearing something specific to their college colors and you're picking them to go number one. You know what? I'm going to go with Which silver. Based on that, I'm going red, by the way. I'm going silver. It's not on here, but you'd probably get some great odds. It's not honestly, on there, but I'm going silver, on- baby. Honestly, I want odds on no tie. I like that. When I say silver, I'm meaning like silver gray. Okay. That, not I like just straight silver, like a silver gray. That's that that's what I'm that's the color I'm thinking. That and hear me, good. if I'm like dead on, and like I also want to say this. You if, will come back and brag about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that number one. But also like if we are like pretty spot on with like our draft projections and like where we think guys are going and like what these teams should do, listen, I'm I'm awaiting some phone calls. Some you know what I mean? Like some phone calls need to happen to us. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I'll keep, I'll happily keep dishing out there that we need to, you know, somebody like, to hire us. Ethan, Sam, um, it's Jerry Jones. Uh, we just want to talk to you guys for a second, you know, like something crazy. Jerry, what's up, my guy? <laughs> what's up, old man? You know how you doing, man? You know, throw right, us a bone right. your way. All right, this is this is another weird one. After getting their name called, who will the number one overall pick hug first? Dad is the betting favorite, then mom, then sibling, then friend, then girlfriend, then agent. The only one on here that isn't mentioned that I feel like should be is coach. What if they invited their coach? Dude, I, what about Roger Goodell? You don't think they hug anyone at their table before they get up there? Oh, yeah, shit, you're right. Oh, yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about just like going straight to the... Oh, you all like a um, a waddle. That's what waddle did. He just like he just stood like stood in the back and then just booked it straight for the stage. And people were like, everyone in his family was so awkwardly confused. So so you got probably hug Goodell first. So you said dad's dad's the favorite. Dad is the betting favorite. I think mom is where I would put my money. I'm going mom. Not getting great enough odds. Plus one twenty five is not enough to get me excited. I'm going. I'm going to go with mom. I like I like the mom odds. Um, Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, you got to think about it. like all boys for, more often than not, they're mama's boys, you know? What are you trying to say? No, I think you're right. <laughs> I, I, I would agree. Okay. 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 Now we're going to get into some player specific ones and I'll only do a couple. Cause again, like I, I don't want to get into, uh, we'd be here all night if we did that. So let me start with Malik Willis. His over-under for where he gets drafted is 15 and a half. Under. Now, when you say under, you mean the number of the pick is going to be lower than the 15, 15 and a half. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm in agreement. I just wanted to make sure. I think he'll go. Yeah. Honestly, I could see him going top 10. I think he does. Let's, let's go ahead and follow that with Kenny Pickett. 16 and a half. Where did the Steelers select? 20. Could they trade up? I was about to say over, and then you said that, and I'm like, ah, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, hold saying. on. Let me pull up the draft order real quick. Yep. I will tell you that I think it is also under. Okay. So we got and I don't necessarily think it's because, I, and I think that it, I'm, I'm saying under with the thought in mind that someone might trade up for him. And it doesn't have to be the Steelers. It could be the Saints. 
you know, it, like there are options. So that is, and this, this is uh 15 and a half as well. 16 and a half. 16, 16 and a half. Okay. All right. So, which also leaves the saints in play, I think for their first of the, their I'm going to, I'm going to go with under, you got, you got too many teams in need of a quarterback in the top 15. Like you got like the Texans, the giants, the Panthers, the giants, again, the Falcons, the Seahawks, the commanders, maybe even the Vikings, you know? Yep. I agree. Um, I and then on the same page with you and I, you got the you were spot on and you got the Eagles like that, you know, there, there's a lot of, I guess they're just waiting out Jalen hurts, you know? And if they aren't for now, yeah, if they're not on that side of Jalen hurts, I wouldn't be surprised. Like they could really like very easily take up quarterback, you know? Yeah. Even though I like Jalen hurts a lot, do I don't think year. they should. Yeah. I don't think they'll do it this year, but it's definitely in play. Like, yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's absurd. Let me put it that way. I don't think it's absurd. Um, All so right. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go under. What was the, what, what did we, we said over two and a half quarterbacks being taken, right? We said under three and a half quarterbacks. Under three. And, okay. Cause I think I only think three will be taken. Yeah. All right. Next let's do Garrett Wilson over under nine and a half. This is an easy one for me. I'm going to go, I'm going to, Over nine and a half? Yes. Honestly, um, I think I'm going to go over only because I think Drake I, London I will go first. I don't think that there's a wide receiver getting taken. Like, I just don't. Pick 10. Yeah, I like don't. you got the Jets at four, but they have much bigger needs. They'll take you know? them at 10. They'll take a wide receiver at 10 if they want a wide receiver. They're not yeah, uh, yeah. And then. The Panthers, the Giants, the Giants, like that, they, they don't have cap space. Like yeah, these over unders for the wide receivers are really strange. Like they are surprisingly low. Yeah, like, I feel like it's easy money to to be like, yeah, they're not going to get taken before this number. But it's like, like all like you need James, is that Jamison Williams is at eleven and a half. Uh, really, Chris Olave's at sixteen, I believe, is what I saw. Hmm. So I mean, uh, this is it's just an odd one, and, and but it's I all about that. Really that first, like, as soon as that that one team takes a wide receiver or that one guy, it yeah. just starts r- unraveling. You know what I mean? Sure, it's true. Well, you can get a run on on a position you did not expect at all, just because there's one guy that gets taken earlier than expected or something like that. That is yeah, and then everyone kind of just panics. You know? It, it, yeah, it's crazy how quickly that. That happens. Um, let's do, let's do a couple more, and then I have I'll, I'll kind of close things out with uh, with kind of one more thing that we can talk about. Let's do Kyle Hamilton, the guy that we both agree is going to be the only safety. Or did you say? You know, I think you said two. I think you said Lewis Seen's going to get taken as well. Uh, Kyle I Hamilton did, yeah. over under twelve and a half. This oh. is like this is this to me is like the perfect line because i could see because it's kind of right in the middle yeah of his of, of where he could be so this is a harder one for me to to think yes well, got the seahawks they need they always need help on the secondary so yeah falcons, falcons too commanders probably could who's so, 12 is that the minnesota yeah minnesota very much could so use the help too. the giants oh, could always use the help 13 with the texans though is like perfect and that's on, and that would be over or well how we're determining it is over i would go, i would go over 
on this. <sighs> just just to be different, I'll go under. Because I, I like think, it. like I said, I think this is a perfect line. There are we some need that to, uh, absolutely bef- insane. Yeah, before either this episode ends or after, we need to write down all of our takes and yeah, just like probably. go through them, you know? Probably. That's... That way we can actually decide that one, which one of us is smarter. <laughs> it won't be me. I can almost guarantee it. Um, let's, do, let's do one more. Let's do one more. Evan Neal, this is one where you can get a push. Over, under, six. I'm going under. Going, he's going top five. And I think he's going to the Jets or the Giants. I would agree. I think five is. I think five is the magic number there. Yeah. So, because I, yeah. Because I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I could definitely see a path to the Panthers going with, um, with a, an offensive tackle at six. I just don't think that. I think in order for Evan Neal to be available at six, you need at least one quarterback to go. You definitely cannot have Ike McQuanu go number one. Yeah, for if he sure. goes number one, that's going to throw everything yeah, off. Evan Neal's next guy, like, and it's going to be yeah. quick. Yeah, you'll have you. So you would need Trayvon Walker to go one. Aiden, no, you Malik Willis to go two. Aiden to go three. Equanu to go four, and probably KT to go five. Yeah. Honestly, I, like if a con- the, if- that is the only path that I can think of, and that is ask. It's not. It's not insane, but it's asking for a lot. If honestly, I could see like if a Kanu went four, I would not be surprised. The Giants were like, all right, we're taking Evan Neal right after, it's just like back to back tackle picks. Exactly, exactly. But I'm just in order to even get to six. Yeah, a Kanu has to go four unless unless the the Jets decide they want to take KT, uh, and then you have a Kanu and Neal on the board. And then it's a matter of like, do they, what, what do the Giants want? Do they want, you know, more of a, a, a run blocker, which is what you're going to get out of Ike McQuanu, or they, yeah. do they want someone that's a little more balanced in what Evan Neal brings to the table. So, and he, so even then you could, you could find that Evan Neal's all of a sudden OT one again. Mm-hmm. Like, so that it's, it's, there's a lot of possibilities to get there. I lean towards the under. I think he's going in the top five because I just don't. I don't think Malik Willis is going number two, and that yeah. is the only team in the top five that I think is considering a quarterback is Detroit. I don't. I don't think that the Giants are considering quarterback, even though they should. I don't think it's happening. Yeah. So that's like that. that's kind of where where I'm netting out. But I enjoyed that 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 discussion, and I'm not a betting guy. <laughs> I'm mostly afraid to lose money and that's why I don't do it. But like, I'm always interested in where, where these things line, line up. So like, that's definitely something that I think we'll do more of as time goes on. Like we'll do some like wins over unders. Oh yeah. Um, and we're, we're definitely like, things like that. Personal bets on games and predictions and sure. scores and all that crap. Like, sure. All right. We'll, we'll have to decide if we're actually, uh, what we're what we are are giving up if we lose? You know, yeah, honestly, like when when the football season starts, dude, we're gonna be like, we're gonna fill an hour so easily. Like, I know it's it, crazy. It, like, we're gonna have to like really break down and be like, all right, man, we're only talking about this, this, and this because like we're talking about one game because I can do it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're just like it's gonna be a rundown. Here are the scores. We're not talking about any of these games. Yeah, they're like, deal with it. If you don't like it, sorry. 
listen to what we're, we have to say now. We're we're, we're going to have to actually like stop ourselves from just doing Browns Bengals. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. <laughs> I mean, like, these guys like they're a football podcast, but it's really just like Browns Bengals podcast. It's kind of it. It's the AFC North. What the hell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then there's Dude, some fantasy it. thrown in there, and it's like, not, oh, not let me throw in that. Like, let me hear about the NFC, bro. And they're like, all right, wait, wait, there's another conference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like these these guys haven't mentioned it except for only when the Bengals and the Browns play NFC teams. <laughs> like that's it. And they just brush I don't up know what on you're them. About. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. It didn't happen. Oh gosh. Oh man, that's good. All right, last thing I want to go over. I'll try to make this quick. This is my personal project that I stole from somebody else. Um, it's called a shadow team. Yeah. And Ethan and I have talked off, uh, off air about this, uh, but I want to introduce to everyone else because I kind of want to challenge to see if anyone else wants to do this. Um, and I'm roping Ethan into it, so he'll have to deal with it. Um, so shadow team is you are building an entire roster based only in the draft. And you won't do it all in one draft. It's not really how that works. But you're basically taking for at least the first three years, you are going to be picking two picks per round. And you are random number generating what picks you're going to have. And then as the draft happens live, you are picking players based off of who is available. So let's say you have the third overall pick this year. And based on what we know, let's say Trayvon Walker goes one, Aiden Hutchinson goes two. You have the third pick. You can't pick Trayvon Walker or Aiden Hutchinson. It's like it's a real draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can pick whoever you want. You could pick Evan Neal. You could pick Ike McQuanny. You could pick Kayvon Thibodeau. Or you can pick, um, I don't know, whatever the punter's name out of uh, San Diego State is. Like, oh, Arza or something like that. Yeah, you can pick whoever you want. Whoever makes you happy. The idea is to build an entire roster of players and the best version of that roster you can. So again, you'll do two picks per round for the first, I'm doing for the first three years. This is my third year doing it. And you will uh, also take up to, let's say 10 UDFAs, however you would like to go about that. And then once you have a full roster put together, you are then going to upload the roster into Madden and simulate a season. And that's who you get. That, that, wherever you land, if you land number one overall, well, your team wasn't very good. If you land 32, obviously you, you're really good at this and someone probably really should hire you. Yeah. <laughs> so just as an example, uh, first year, I had the second pick and the 18th pick. So I took Chase Young and Xavier McKinney in the first round. Last year, I had the third pick and the 17th pick. I took Justin F- uh, Fields and Jalen Phillips uh, as my top two picks. And I've certainly filled out the roster from there. So you're going to take the second. So like the first year, I had second and 18. So I have the yeah. second pick and the 18th pick in every single round, just to keep it easy. Yeah, I got you. So this year, uh, and I did this off air with uh, with Ethan listening. He was he, he was witness to it. I did get the number one overall pick. Lucky me, uh, and the 20th overall pick. So the two groupings, you're going to do a random number generator from one to six, and then you're going to do a random number generator from 16 to 21. So that way, that way you're not taking picks from the end of the round where you, you're less likely to get some blue chip players. Yeah. The goal is to actually give you a chance to start things off um, and kind of go from there. So uh, down the road, certainly we can talk about uh, some updates to that of kind of taking wherever your pick is. So like if you have a full roster and you pick 
let's say this year, eighth overall. Okay, well, it's Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons pick. Well, then at that point, you could have a conversation of like, okay, let's do every Atlanta pick. Because you're not doing any free agency to build this roster. It is solely yeah. through the NFL draft. So that's where it gets really complicated because you're not able to build your team in a normal way. So for me this year, um, if anyone's wondering, the big focus for me is I got to hit offensive tackle, which is what I'm going to probably do at number one. Uh, I need another corner and I need some help on the interior defensive line. So that's kind of been my, that's my focus. I definitely need to build depth. That's kind of the fun part of where I'm at now is that I have a whole lot of uh, players on my roster that are not actually on a team right now (laughs) Um, is what it is. Uh, The other thing I will say is you're also guessing where players are going to get drafted. So like, for example, uh, my first draft, I took uh, Prince Tega Winogo uh, in the fourth round and ended up being like a late sixth, early seventh round pick, if I remember correctly. So it's kind of the luck of it. Like you're also trying to play the game of where you think guys are actually going to be taken. So you could get really screwed by someone that goes way later than you thought. And you're like, man, I could have waited to pick them and I still could have gotten them. And, yeah. and I could also have had so-and-so instead. And it, that's, that's the challenge. And it's kind of the fun part about it. So um, definitely challenge everyone. I will be uh, sharing my roster as certainly after the draft. And I will also say that part of what you're supposed to do is you have to announce publicly. So I'm using Twitter for mine. I will be announcing publicly who I'm picking each round. So like when the Jaguars are on the clock with the number one overall pick, I will say with the first overall pick, my shadow team is taking boom, whoever it is. So that way, again, that way you're also being kept in check. You're not no cheating guys. We're, we're, we're going to do this fairly. Have some integrity. If that, yeah. It's some, I mean, we're, we're, in, we're guys with integrity. Come on, listen to us. We're, this is how we go. So, uh, so again, Ethan, uh, I'm forcing him to do it. Hopefully, he uh, he's willing, a willing participant. I think it's really fun, uh, just to kind of see how good you are, uh, kind of see how knowledgeable you are, kind of see how lucky you are. Because that's the other thing. Like, you could have a really good player in mind, um, and he ends up on some garbage team that doesn't Very know true. how to use them, and all of a sudden, it's like, okay, this guy kind of sucks, actually. So, like. I took Justin Fields last year. Well, what if Justin Fields is bad because Chicago can't find a coach that actually knows what he's doing? Yeah, they got they got to figure it out. I could be screwed there, you know. Like that's that's kind of the the beauty of this is like you have to actually get lucky in the same way that NFL teams need to get lucky. It's Honestly, a lot of fun if you're if especially if you're really able to make like a a playoff team, a championship team. Like I would say, it's even more impressive because you're only doing draftable players like there's no free agency Correct. in this you know there's no trades you know like yep it's and, impressive. And, you're, and you're keeping players based off of them moving teams too so it's not like one of those things where like the guy who i took this from his name's joe goodberry um he's a guy that covered the Bengals for a long time he took kirk cousins in like 2012 that's how long he's been doing this um and it's not like because kirk was originally drafted by washington and then went to minnesota it's like all right i can't use him because he's not on his original team yeah not, that's not how it works you just keep the players that you draft and you retire them as needed. Like I have a couple players that uh, needed that need to be retired because they haven't been on a team for two years. So it's kind of how it goes. I think it's fun. It's it's like, I gotta, I gotta make sure to like just pull up a mock draft 
and yes, highly write down recommend all my picks and all that. Highly so recommend that you attention. pull up a mock draft and you don't necessarily have to focus on which team is correctly picked because there's going to be trades. It happens. You just need to make sure that you slot players in at the yeah. right spot. So whoever's taken one, it goes is in the one spot. Then two, two spot and go and literally do it where you control every single team. So that way you don't get screwed by something. Yeah. And you literally just keep it open through the entire draft and and give it a go. And like I said, I this is it's a challenging prospect to do this, but if you can find uh you can find some kind of diamonds in the rough sometimes. Like uh I didn't expect to get a guy like Bryce Hall, um, who's a, a corner for the Jets, but he fell into the like the fifth round, and I was like, Okay, cool. I have a cornerback. I, yeah. I definitely need one. And it worked out. Like he he's actually been a good player. So play it as you as you want. I like you're gonna draft guys that don't get drafted at all and you're gonna feel like an idiot. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. It's just it this is this is to- totally a thought exercise. So there's no actual stakes involved. It's just kind of for fun. And you can see again, you kind of see how knowledgeable you are. I like it. I'm I think as the years go on, like It'll, it just is, it becomes like that much more entertaining, you know? Yes. Yes. What, what I'm at the point. So like the first couple of years, you're literally just drafting, like, I'm going to go get the best player that I think is available. Yeah. You're kind of, you're kind of thinking about positions. So like, you're obviously not going to draft three quarterbacks because they're the best ones available kind of thing. You're, you won't, you're only going to do that at a couple different positions. Uh, but now I'm at the point where I'm like, I actually need very specific positions that yeah. I need to go work on. So you're kind of like, like for example, for me, I need interior defensive line. Well, this is a terrible draft for interior defensive line, and I have to go find it. So I may have to overdraft for the position, or I'm just going to be like, mm, can I get a really big edge player and pretend that he's a, an interior defensive yeah. lineman or something like that? Like that's that's part of the team building process. It's what real GMs have to do. But again, they have obviously a little more freedom when it comes to. Um, free agency things like trades. Jordan, Jordan, we don't have, Jordan so. Davis could be your guy. I mean, if he's available at twenty, I'm really considering it. Yeah, because I, I mean, think that, the other guy I have move. is Neville Gallimore. Neville Gallimore is a little bit more of a pass rusher. I think he's a little more three tech. I'd have to verify that, but I believe that's w- what his kind of calling card is. So getting kind of more of a nose with Jordan Davis, and it, with even with his insane athletic ability, if I can walk away with. Uh, an offense tackle, which I absolutely will, and Jordan Davis, I want to feel so good. Yeah. So good. I will feel I will I will have filled my two biggest holes by a long shot. There you go. I love it. I didn't even consider Jordan Davis until you mentioned it right now. So look at you, man. You're welcome. Look at you. Just well, do the, just I, do the, the only things, other, bro. Well, the only other issue that I may have is it, is it really depends on what happens at CB. I could get really screwed if like six, five or six CBs go in the first round, and then I'm like Man, I didn't get leave myself anybody to work with at number uh, number thirty three. Yeah, but we'll see. That's again, that's the, that's a challenge. Make it work. Let's do it. What t- what time is wrapping? Like eight, seven, eight. I think it's seven thirty. Let me confirm. I will I say the one thing I do about the drafts is they, they each team takes the full ten minutes for each pick. Even though most of them probably know exactly who they're getting, but it, they're probably listening to some. Uh, some trade, some trade talks. Yeah. You ever seen the bad. movie Draft Day with Kevin Costner? No, I heard it's bad, so I don't watch it. <laughs> oh, dude, I love it. It's I love it because it's the it's like 
the most brown things ever. It's just like you're saying it's the most brown things that Browns thing ever to trade up for a player that would have been available to you at the spot that you originally picked. Yeah, like that's just what the Browns <laughs> do, you know. Like, but like it's just like to me, I enjoy watching the movie. It's a it's a fun watch because it's like there's um it's just like I love the the aspect of like general managing and trades and draft picks and all that kind of stuff. So like it's very excited for me. Like just like how Moneyball is one of my favorite yeah. movies. You know, yeah, well, I love Moneyball. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Okay, for all of you uh, Eastern Time people. 5 p.m. Pacific. But yeah, draft day did not rate well. Um, did not rate well. No. Wait, what? What's what's the what's the line in the movie? It's it's this guy no matter what or something. Oh uh, yeah, it was uh something ma- like something Mac all the way or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, let's put it this way: longer yard, at all the way. All the way, baby. Like, tune in. Tune in next week because we're going to talk the draft more. We're going we're gonna to have results to actually talk about. Yeah, we've been we've been building up to it. We are going to have some results next Wednesday. This is this again. This is Christmas. So tonight is Christmas Eve. Tomorrow is Christmas Day, and let's say next week is like the first week of school after Christmas, where you get to go tell all your friends what you got. That's so true. That's kind of what I'm. That's that's kind of like what I'm, I'm envisioning. I, I like it. I like it. You can go brag and be like, oh, I got a, I got an iPhone. And then your friend's like, well, I got a board game. <laughs> and oh, you're like, and you're like, dude, you're like, I got Evan Neal at eight, bro. <laughs> oh, you know what, Ethan? We have to, we're making you do this on the pod. Random number generator. Do it right now. Right now? Okay. Let me pull it up. Do it right okay. now. You said, we're going to make the people be your witness. Random number generator. You said one through six, right? Do one through six. All right. Here we are right there. Okay. There it's, I don't know if you can see it. Um, there's one through six. Haven't generated it yet. Okay. Okay. So I was going to say you got six. That sucks. I got five. You got five. Okay. So you have the fifth overall pick in every single round. Okay. Give me 16 through 20, 21. I'm sorry. 21. Give me, give me 16, bro. Come on. All right. Here we go. 16 to 21. You need some help. 19. All right. Five and 19 in every single round. Five and 19. Ethan is taking all the good players. That's how it works. It's probably looking them. like, uh, honestly, you know, if KT a might be, KT maybe. Like, do I go, do I go tackle, build my foundation, or do I go quarterback first, you know? I will tell you what I did with my team was I took edges. In the first round, both the first two years. This is the do without what you will. Exciting because, like, dude, if like Aiden Hutchinson or like Trayvon Walker, I, mean, I don't think that's happening. But but oh my god, if Aiden Hutchinson is available at five. You taking that? You I'm taking, taking that, it, bro? Man. Yes, god. yes, I love it. We might have some like phone calls tomorrow, like just like just yeah. answered, like, dude, what? And then I'm just like, I'm taking freaking a notch and a five. And you're like, holy shit. Some crazy I, shit. I can't wait know? for you to I can't wait for you to call me and be like, bro, I'm taking Chris Olave at five. And I'm be like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I know. And you're like, dude, don't do it. Like you haven't submitted the card yet, right? Like, don't do it. Don't, just, just, just don't do it. It's this wrong. Delete, decision. delete your delete the tweet. Don't do it. Or I just call you, I'm like, hey, what do you think about two wide receivers first round? That's my those are my guys. And you're like, oh, this this guy, 
You're like, don't do it, dude. <laughs> don't don't be the lions from like 2004 to 2008. Don't be the lions. <laughs> All right. Wide receiver every first round. Don't do it, man. I oh, got you. Gross. Five and 19. Let's Five do and it. 19 and I'm one and what did I say? One, 20? And, one 20, and 20. Yeah. I don't like that. You got so many. Four, four spaces better than me. Well, three, essentially. Hey, man. This is this the, the the worst part is that this is the year that I would have been least needing of number one because I don't think I'm going to have problems getting an offensive tackle at like three yeah. five kind of thing. The, I'm already the like previous years for, I would have been more much more interested in getting a QB at yeah uh, at number one because I missed out on Burrow. Granted, I got Chase Young, and I missed out on uh, Lawrence. But yeah, and I got I got Justin Fields. We'll see. I'm already like looking forward to next year's picks. See, that's this is what I'm saying, man. I'm, like, dude, I'm not satisfied with five and nineteen. I'm like, damn it. Sorry. All right, no best two out of three. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no rerolls. Get it out of here. All right, man. All right, we'll 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 go ahead and sign off there. I know this is a long episode. Appreciate you guys sticking with us. It's worth sure listening. To, yeah, that is true. It is worth the listen. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, and check out all of our sister podcasts. We have Chalk Talk on the Pine baseball season time to check it out you know uh we've got hoop warm nba playoffs rolling through them nets just got uh, swept. second round about to start here soon yeah so, the, the the nets just got swept love to see it you love to see it screw you kevin <laughs> suck it yeah this is i mean it's it's weird we're in we're gonna be in the playoffs like into the second round no kd no lebron crazy and then lastly, we have The Dip, our pop culture podcast. Check them all out. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe to them as well. And then follow all the social medias. Uh, all of them are at The Dip Network. Ethan, anything else you, you want to say before we sign off? I had a blast, man, like always, though. I mean, this was... One of my I'm favorites. A I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a kid in a candy store. Yeah. This is, this is great. And the redraft, the draft props... Dude, shadow team. That, that shadow team really got me excited. I'm not gonna lie. See, you're 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 even more excited about the draft than you thought you would be. Yeah, you were I am. already excited. It's just that's, anytime that's I get the opportunity, anytime I get the opportunity just for any kind of draft, I take it. Like anytime I play a new yeah. season on the show or yeah. Madden, I do fantasy drafts always. Yes, always fantasy. Drafts. And then you know what? The first always. thing I do before I start the season, I trade away my players and I get better ones. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I do. Need the draft picks. Let's go. I just use oh. all my like minor leaguers that are like a potential. And I'm like, I don't need you. It's all about the MLB roster. That's all that matters. Oh yeah, you're Train out of control. Away. You're yeah. out of control. I love it. I know. I'm a madman. Oh, let's go. All right. We'll see what, what we'll see what madmen uh the NFL shapes up to be uh this weekend. Everyone enjoy yourself. Uh go every team, except the Steelers and Ravens. Go every team. Uh, and, and this is this is a perfect time to to celebrate in an appropriate way. In an appropriate way. Don't go too crazy, guys. Peace out. Get excited. But get excited. You're gonna have some new players. It's a perfect time to listen to the longer yard. <laughs> <laughs>